This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. On Money FM 89.3, China Perspective with Tan Dong Wei, China Bureau Chief with The Straits Times. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's Elliot Danker, Glenn Vinzuffin in for the breakfast huddle. Ryan Huang returns in just a bit with a finance update. Let's turn our attention to China. Yeah, you know, it's no secret that China has been keeping close tabs on tech giants on the mainland. Over the weekend, the country introduced new rules targeting companies that hold data of more than a million users. Mm. So the question is, you know, what does this new ruling mean for tech companies in China? Uh, plus, you know, it, a lot of hearsay as well. But there seems to be skepticism in the air when it comes to the China-made COVID vaccines. Yeah, despite that, Sinopharm and Sinovac have said that yes to providing their vaccines to the international COVAX program. What does this mean for the so-called vaccine diplomacy that Mm. we're starting to see? Mm, Good one. Uh, Plus, China and the U.S. are at it once again. This time, and this hasn't popped up for a while, this time it's all about what's going on in the South China Sea. China's claiming that they have had to drive away a U.S. warship from the disputed uh, Parcel Islands in the South China Sea. I wonder what's going on there. Common. Oh, this is common. You know, yeah. the U.S. is practicing freedom of navigation in yeah, that area, yeah. and China's pushing back on it. This has been going on for decades. Honestly. <laughs> yes, that's, that's honestly. very true. It has been going on for decades. Well, uh, let's get some analysis on these headlines. Tan Don Wei, China Bureau Chief at The Straits Times. Don, good morning. Thanks uh, for helping us out with this. I suppose Let's start off uh, with those new rules targeting companies that hold data of more than a million users. China over the weekend introduced those rules. And uh, what has brought this on? Hi, good morning. Well, Chinese regulators have been closing in on some of its larger tech companies in the past months and especially in the past few weeks over data protection. It has targeted for example, ride-hailing app DD and a few others that have recently listed in the U.S., citing national security risks from these foreign listings. The Cyberspace Administration of China said in a statement on Saturday that the new rule is to prevent data and personal information from being controlled and exploited by foreign governments. Already this year, nearly 40 Chinese companies have listed in the U.S., And so the Chinese authorities are realizing now just how much personal data is in the hands of these companies and are moving in to ensure that they have the right protocols to secure all this information and also to possibly compel them to take their companies public domestically instead. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now back to our podcast episode. Let's move on to the vaccine makers out of China, Sinopharm and Sinovac. So the thing is, they've said yes to providing their COVID-19 vaccines to the international COVAX program. So that is going to give it a much needed boost. The program right now is quite undersupplied. Yeah, Sinopharm says that it will provide 60 million doses from July to October through the vaccine alliance Gavi, while Sinovac will supply as many as 380 million doses Don, what will this do for China's vaccine diplomacy? Whatever doubts there are about the efficacy of the Chinese-made vaccines, the fact that two of its producers are able to provide millions of shots to the COVAX program and provide them quickly is great news, especially when the program has not been able to hit its target and the Delta variant is complicating things and adding urgency 
to having people inoculated as, as soon as possible. The program, which is supported by the World Health Organization, has managed to dispense about 100 million doses to countries around the world so far, which is still pretty far from its target of 1.8 billion doses by early next year. Much has been said about China's vaccine diplomacy, and China, because of its incredible production capacity, has been able to fill a void left behind by other drug makers and has managed to supply its vaccines to many in the developing world. And the boost in the COVAX program, which is also meant to ensure that poorer nations have access to COVID vaccines, will be a win for China's public image. Don, we shift from vaccine diplomacy to geopolitics. China yesterday said it, quote unquote, drove away a U.S. warship from the disputed parcel islands in the South China Sea and warned the U.S. to stop what it's calling provocative actions. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this earlier, saying that this this has been going on for decades. Don, ultimately, with this latest incident, you know, what's causing it? What's causing this latest skirmish in the South China Sea? The latest episode has happened on the fifth anniversary of the International Tribunal ruling that rejected China's territorial claims in favor of the Philippines in the disputed waters. The Chinese military yesterday said the U.S.-guided missile destroyer USS Benfold trespassed into Chinese-controlled waters and that it was a display of the U.S.'s aggressive navigational hegemony and militarization of the South China Sea. But the U.S. 7th Fleet later rejected Beijing's claims and said its warship was conducting a freedom of navigation exercise in international waters, and there was nothing China could do that would stop it from such operations. On Sunday, the U.S. also issued a statement to mark the anniversary of the tribunal's ruling by saying that China has no grounds to claim the regional waters, and the U.S. will come to the Philippines' defense if the Chinese attack. The U.S. statement and its exercise in the waters make it clear that despite a change in government, there is no change in Washington's policy towards the South China Sea, and it will continue to push back against China's aggression in the region. All right, thanks a lot. We've been speaking with Tan Donwei, China Bureau Chief at The Straits Times. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.